Good afternoon, everyone. This is Sonia Amin-Ra, and welcome to my podcast. I'm here in Wilmington, North Carolina, recovering from Hurricane Florence. Uh, At this time, I would like to give the uh, family of uh, the victims uh, a moment of of silence. Um, I think the service for the young lady and the uh, baby that passed during the hurricane uh, services is today. So I would like to give the respect. I think the numbers have risen at this point to 44. Um, Lives have been lost. Um, In the process of the storm, uh, we're still recovering. Um, And uh, I do like to thank FEMA and our public officials, our governor, our mayor, for the efforts they took into giving us um, Uh, letting us know the precautions to take for this storm. Uh, The storm is, I've been a resident of Wilmington all my life, and this is the absolute worst storm ever I've ever seen. Uh, So our prayers are continue to go out to those devastated by the storms. Uh, During the storm, I like to say that I'm very proud of our churches for coming together and going about our father's business and taking care of our own in the black community. Because a lot of the resources did not get to the black community as soon as they could have. Quite a few resources went outside our communities. Uh, they, was, they were not publicized. Uh, these resources were not publicized um, in our community. And um, they were kept quiet in the white community. I've even um, asked some of these, when I've slipped up on them, I've even asked people, you know, where are these resources so I can let the churches know and I can let um, everybody know because these resources should be for everybody, not some particular group or whatever. And um, the people that I ask refuse to do so. So that's okay. Uh, This is why I'm more proud of our black churches that came together. I wouldn't name them, but I might miss somebody. But they did a yeoman's job in um, um, getting out there and getting in the field and helping our um, our black communities because uh, we have to take care of our own. So um, thank you again. Um, I, I don't want to start naming everybody because I'll forget somebody. Um, but um, and it's hard not to. <laughs> because they've done a really phenomenal job and a lot of Sunday services involve helping uh, people get resources and helping people um, um, uh, get all anything, all kinds of, I've seen a lot, we've got several centers and they have uh, cleaning supplies, food supplies, anything you can think of. Because even if you did not uh, get physical damage, uh, there were very few stores open uh, during the hurricane. Uh, the banks just opened, I think, yesterday. Uh, government facilities just opened yesterday, and that's a week after the hurricane. So people couldn't really uh, get food stamps or emergency stamps until Monday. So that was a week without power, a lot of people. So all your food spoiled. So these services really came together. Even if you did not get physical damage, you uh, it affected your work, your job. Some people are not uh, going to have financial problems uh, because... They weren't able to go to work. Um, and also people, you know, money's a resources. People really were not, were, were prepared in one way, but financially, you know, this is something hard to really get prepared for. 
So we uh, appreciate everyone, all our volunteers, all the donations that are coming through, um, all the organizations that are coming through to help us get through this hurricane. Because giving up is not an option and we will overcome. Um, yesterday, uh, you saw more grocery stores. Well, when the hurricane first happened, you only had two grocery stores. That was Harris Teeter. And you had to have cash. You know, a lot of people don't carry cash all the time. They use their debit cards. Well, you couldn't even use your debit cards in the beginning. You had very few gas stations open. Uh, people were lines around the corner down the street to get gas. People were even taking gas cans to the gas stations. So if you had a generator, you know, that might create a little problem to get the propane or whatever to run the generator. Um, I personally was in line for hours getting ice, not only for myself, but for people that needed it. So encourage people. Um, the volunteers are just phenomenal. Um, but of course, make sure people in your family um, are taken care of. And I think people are doing that. I know I've been kind of uh, busy um, doing that as well as volunteering. And um, like I say, I want to shout out to all the organizations that are coming together uh, for this hurricane. Um, to, to bring relief, you know, as on the victim side or a resident of Wilmington, it really means a lot when I hear people that, you know, that bring those kind words, it means a lot right now. People that are overcoming the devastation of the hurricane. And when I hear that, it means a lot to me as a lifetime resident of Wilmington. It means a whole lot. And um, I do appreciate everyone here. I appreciate the organizations that are coming together. I appreciate the churches that are coming together. Um, I am uh, with the New Hanover Black Leadership Caucus here in Wilmington. And um, volunteers from my organization, as well as Black Lives Matter, have come together, uh, support the port. What we did is just all, volunteer for people that already have something in place. Um, so support the port has something great going on. Like I said, our churches uh, have some great uh, programs out there, not only in New Hanover County, but in Pender County and Columbus County. So I'd like to give shout outs to everybody. Uh, Pastor G has been phenomenal with Ebenezer, has probably one of the first places it was set up, uh, along with support the port. Um, Shout outs, uh, wonderful to you as well. Uh, we have uh, people out there in the field, Sister uh, the Nation of Islam is out there uh, helping everyone, um, knocking on doors, going into areas like Love Grove that probably would have been overlooked, you know, if it was not for people that cared and really love for one another. Shout outs to my brother Sam Armstrong, who's out there um, giving free fish dinners and yeah they went really quick but that fish was good so we thank that brother he he comes out of there he says Man, i'm doing this because i want to make sure my people are taken care of and, and we love you for that brother armstrong um uh, so you have um uh, warner's temple um that uh has uh really got a lot of stuff in today and yesterday um for the community um there is um uh, Macedonia has something I know going on Sunday. Um, Mount Olive. Um, all these churches, like I said, I didn't want to start naming them, but the names stepped step hitting me. Uh, and they stepped coming, but these churches are coming together. You know, it might be a location of one church, but you can best believe churches, members, and churches from others are helping them get resources in. Uh, the airdrops are coming in. Um, 
Uh, thank you, Re Rebecca, for hailing that. Thank you, Evelyn uh, Bryant, who is um, managing the one at Dreams. Um, and we, we just, just thank God for all these wonderful things, because even though the resources did not get to our communities as quick as they should have, um, you know, we're, we're in the white community, they, they got resources, and 14,000 of them were taken care of. That's interesting, and it didn't get to our community until later. So that, that's kind of interesting. So um, schools are still going to be out for the rest of the month till October. Um, UNCW, I don't know if they're open yet, but they were uh, closed. Uh, so we're coming back slowly but surely, step by step, and um, the Duke Energy and these other companies are coming together to bring power back. I've never seen big trees snap like toothpicks as I did in this storm. FEMA did not underestimate this storm in any form or fashion. And I'd and I like to shout out to our prayer warriors. Um, I know of uh, two that, that were constantly on Facebook, and that's um, Minister McMillan and um, Minister uh, Powell. They were on back and forth, back and forth. So thank God to all our prayer warriors, and some of the most powerful prayer warriors don't post on Facebook, so I'm not limited to just those on Facebook. So thank God to all our prayer warriors, known and unknown, that got on their knees, started praying, started speaking in tongues, whatever, because it was a four, it was down to a one. So just to think if it was a four, it's just, it just can't, it's just hard to even think about that right now. So <laughs> we thank God that as well as it is, uh, we thank God for his grace and his mercy. I think all of us are learning from this and learning that it's about um, humanity and showing love and unity in our communities. It's not about a political platform or anything about that. You know, this is one time people put that aside. But at the end of the day, you really know who is who and who is not who when you have a crisis. So this hurricane crisis, Wilmington will stand strong. Wilmington will prevail. I feel that our black community is going to be stronger than it's ever been, ever been after this storm. It's just making us stronger. And I'm going to mention the looting really brief before I shut down this podcast. There, were, there was some alleged looting. There was some looting in Houston Moore. Let me make something perfectly clear. All the looters were not black, and I doubt if any of them actually lived in Houston Moore. For this reason, you cannot live in Houston Moore with a police record. Let me repeat that again. In Wilmington, North Carolina, you cannot live in any housing project with a police record or you get put out. It's unlikely that somebody's going to risk taking, and the most you can take out a family dollar in your arm is maybe $50 if you're lucky or $100. If you're lucky, because everything in there is, that's why they call it family dollar for a reason. It's cost effective. So who's actually going to risk getting put out from their projects into the streets, especially during a hurricane, for some, some stuff out of family dollar? That's why family dollar is there, because of the low crime rate. Family dollar is not going to open their store up where there's a bunch of the stealing. So these are the misillusions they have about black people in our communities. Four of, the, four of the people were not even black that got arrested. Okay, and, I th and when I looked at the reporter, I mean, I think the reporter would have served the community better by going out there to Green Tree and reporting where low-income people that pay their rent are getting out, put out because of the mold and mildew. 
without anywhere to stay. That's what she should be reporting. Instead of being Inspector Gadget running around after these uh, uh, people. And, uh, and they didn't break into the store. The, the owner left the store open. He left the door open. Not, not, not condoning anybody for looting. But stop putting it on poor black people looting. Stop these illusions and, and this misconception of our people. And I need the leaders to stop it. Because most of these are wised up now. But those people were not from Houston Moore. And if I wouldn't be surprised, maybe a resident of Houston Moore wanted to stop it. Might have been the ones to call because they didn't want that in their community. And Family Dollar is not limited to Houston Moore. It's not exclusively for Houston Moore. It's for the public. So to just to think that it was just Houston Moore doing it shows that you might need a course in cultural competency. That's what you need, a course in competency cultural competency if you don't understand that. So it's unlikely that anybody going to live in a product, projects that's going to risk getting put out in the street, especially during a hurricane because the hurricane hadn't fully, was, was really in its full effect. It was after the hurricane and a lot of damage happened after the actual hurricane. During a hurricane crisis for $50 or less of garbage out of family dollar. Because that literally, that's what it looked like, garbage. I mean, there's nothing in there of value that anybody um, couldn't buy or purchase. And like I said, even if you didn't get physical damage, you couldn't, your food, you, you didn't have any. Um, your food probably spoiled because if you didn't get ice, and the ice line, I've never seen the ice line that long in Wilmington in my life. The, the ice line was down the street and across the street around the corner. Rose Ice House is on Market Street. The line went all the way almost to the to to the next street over where people sit in line for ice. Okay, but if if you didn't have the luxury of getting the ice um or whatever, more than likely your food spoiled. Even if you got the ice, it's a good chance your food spoiled. You couldn't get any um if you if you 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 know there were very few stores open especially in the black community. There were only Harris Teeter open, and Harris Teeter was not accessible to the black community. Okay, so um, if, if the, I mean, the average person lights were out for a week. Well, you know your food going to go bad in a week. So I think people should have compassion and stop falling for these, these lies they keep putting on our black people um, as we are thieves, um, and they must don't know the history of how how America was built from stealing land from somebody. But yet they want to put us down as being thieves and things of this nature. You know, don't let them do this to us. We're not, that day is over. This is a new day. Okay, it was only one race, the human race. Let me try that again. It's only one race, the human race. Only person superior is God, Allah, Netta, whatever name you want to call them. But you know, it's only one God, only one God, and only one race, the human race. But the way some of you act, I wonder if you actually are part of the human race because you have no regards for humanity, none. But like I said, the devil time is running out. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, and you will reap what you sow because a lie can't live forever. Okay, so like I said, we're going to be a stronger community after this, stronger than we've ever been before. 
Uh, shout outs to all our volunteers that are out there uh, in the field. Uh, Anna Lee. I'm going I'm to do a little shout out right now. <laughs> Anna Lee. <laughs> I know I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to forget somebody. Because there's so many people. I can't just put a name to it. Um, uh, the people that are out there, um, out there uh, um, having things done. Um, uh, thank you, uh, artist Rhonda Shagman Ra, for sharing your talents and being out there uh, with support to port and volunteering uh, to Rhonda, uh, Jackie, um, to Mook, and the family of Brandon Smith. They were out there from day four. Before any centers opened, they were out there feeding people and, and, and using all their resources to help anybody that they could. Um, as, as you know, they, they, they were out there before any centers were open. So shout outs to y'all. And they're also part of Black Lives Matters to uh, the family of Brandon Smith and to the hundreds of families. I mean, it was tons of people out here working. That's why I didn't want to do no shout out because I forget somebody. But I love every 